This is episode 5 of Study Acupuncture with me, and today I update you on my life during this coronavirus pandemic, and also we take a deep dive into the Yuan source points. Welcome to Study Acupuncture with me, Richard Lai. I'm a doctor of physical therapy and acupuncturist. My goal, my mission, is to give you the education and confidence in acupuncture as a medicine so you can pass the board exams and be the best acupuncturist ever. Thanks for tuning in. Let the masterclass begin. Bob Proctor has an amazing quote that I want to share with you. The only limits in our life are those that we impose on ourselves. I mean, wow, that quote really spoke to me. I mean, I recorded so many episodes of this podcast and you see it after just four episodes, I stopped posting and why? I mean, I held a limiting belief that I was this useless and I was this stupid guy who was an imposter. And so I just stopped, you know, and he said, the only limits in our life are those that we impose on ourselves. So I'll be honest, I lost sight of my mission, you know, and for the stupidest reason, Why? Because I wasn't getting any response or any traction. See, I teach at an acupuncture college. And when I teach, I love looking at the students. I I love looking at their faces and I love connecting and hearing their life story and just teaching the way that they need to be taught, right? So that I can affect them for the long run. And with this podcast, I mean, I don't see anyone in front of me physically. I only see this microphone and there's, there's just this lack of connection. There's this lack of feedback. And that made me lose sight of my mission, which is to give students the education and confidence in acupuncture as a medicine so they can pass the board exam. That's my goal with spewing out all this content for free so as many people as possible can just get the education that they wish they got in school. So what I did... What I'd like to do right now is I want to give a special shout out to two people, Carly and Brian. I do not know who you are, but you left a review on Apple Podcasts, and for that, I am eternally grateful. Brian, Carly, please go to studyaccuwithme.com slash contact and send me a message with your contact information. I want to give you guys exclusive early access to something that I'm building. And again, I can't thank you enough. So from here on out, in my mind's eye during these podcasts, I'm going to imagine all of you out there listening, and I hope that you find this valuable. If there's anything that you found valuable, drop a review, send me a direct message on social, or just comment on my Instagram. If there's something about the format that's just not helpful, please let me know. I don't want to waste your time. I don't want to waste my time. I want you to come here and get the value that you need so that you can gain more confidence in acupuncture as a medicine. And, you know, just to quickly update you on my life currently, as you know from the intro, I'm a physical therapist and an acupuncturist. And this coronavirus pandemic really just shot me towards the front lines. You know, my company has um, come to the aid of a senior nursing home in New Jersey. In New Jersey and New York, a lot of nursing homes and subacute rehabs were really affected by COVID. And 
in New Jersey, there was actually a nonprofit nursing home in Woodbridge where their patients and even their staff all became sick. And the staff that were there, they were working for 48 hours, 72 hours straight. So our company sent our nurses and our CNAs to them to try and help them get them through the weekend so that they had time to just hire some agency staff or just some staffing in general. In the end, the governor shut them down and my company offered to accept all of their residents, all 94 of them, into our local centers. These 94 residents, some of them weren't even tested yet, so we just presumed them all to be positive. And spoiler alert, after we did all the testing, we found out that all but six were positive. But the thing is, at that time, we didn't run away. We just took them in because they needed us. They needed nursing care. They were elderly. They needed physical therapy. They needed to know that during this time that they were going to be okay. And so being in a workplace every day with almost 100 positive COVID patients, every day really just felt like a struggle. It felt like a literal battle. The thing is, my company shared no expense when it came to PPEs. So it really felt like every day putting on battle gear. Gowns, N95, surgical masks, face shields, shoe covers, gloves, hair covers, the whole nine. I felt like I was suiting up for a biomedical war. And to be honest with you, it was scary, you know, but eventually it became the new norm. Gearing up and just risking myself became the new norm. Honestly, it did get depressing though because I had to quarantine myself for my wife and my newborn baby girl. And it just really put a lot of burden on my wife to be the only one to be able to safely handle our, at that time, six-month-old. Now, she just turned nine months at the time of this recording. And so to do all that alone, the night feeds, the baths, the diaper changes, everything was just so hard, you know. And I cried every time my baby cried. I couldn't hold her. I couldn't comfort her. You know, we were were sleep training her, so she was protesting sleep. And I used to gently pat her and just sing her, sing to her. But during the quarantine, my quarantine from her, it seemed like she just really missed our little routine of me singing to her. So she would cry. It felt like forever. And my poor wife, she would just try to console her. And I would just stand outside the door and just, and just cry. But you know, my story is not unique. All healthcare workers are making the same sacrifices, you know, to protect their families. You know, this is why in the year 2020, you've probably heard the buzzword a lot of essential personnel. And as physical therapists, we are deemed essential personnel. And I want to take this time, you know, to kind of encourage acupuncturists to unite and take a stand and take a position. You know, we are in healthcare. Your patients need your care. Acupuncture treatment is essential. And patients need it in order to continue on with their life. They will decline in function or increase in pain without it. So whether you're an acupuncturist that treats general pain or you want to be an acupuncturist that treats patients post-radiation or even if you want to be an acupuncturist that treats like psycho-emotional issues, right? Those patients need your treatment. Without your treatment, they would decline, right? There's this Hippocratic Oath, right? Primum nu no ser. So it means do no harm. This means avoid harm while providing treatment but it also means avoid the harm caused by not providing treatment. All right, well, anyway, thanks for listening to my story. Let's get into today's acupuncture masterclass. (music) 
So today we go over one of my favorite categories. We go over the Yuan source points. They are, there are 12 Yuan source points on the Yin channel. They are always the third point from distal to proximal. And on the Yang channel, they are generally the fourth point with the exception of gallbladder 40, which is the fifth point. So what do I mean by that? Check it out. Yin channels, they are always the third point from distal to proximal. So for example, lung, lung starts at the thumb, right? They, it starts at lung 11, which is the first point, then lung 10, and then the third point, lung nine, that's the urine source point, that's distal to proximal. Spleen starts on the big toe, right? So it's spleen one, then it goes to spleen two, then spleen three, which is point number three, tie by supreme white, which is the source point. Then there's heart. Heart starts on the pinky and heart goes from heart nine, which is the most distal. Then there's heart eight and then heart seven, shen men. And that is the urine source point. So that's what I mean by that it is the third point. Now, yang channel. For Yang channel um, urine source points, they're generally the fourth point with the exception of gallbladder 40. So take large intestine, for example. Large intestine one starts at the index finger, then it goes to large intestine two, large intestine three, and then the fourth point, large intestine four. That's the urine source point. Take stomach channel. What's the most distal point? Stomach 45, right? Which a lot of patients, I mean students, mix up. It's on where? The lateral side of the nail of the second toe. So you have your first toe, which is the big toe, then the second toe, third toe. Stomach starts with an S, so it's on the second toe. So now whenever you're needling stomach 45, you'll remember. You're welcome. So stomach 45 is the Jingwell point. Stomach 44 is the Ying Spring, aka the second point. Stomach 43, the Shu Stream. And then you have the fourth point, stomach 42, which is the urine source point. So I said before, the only exception is what? Gallbladder. Gallbladder, most distal point is gallbladder 44. It's on the lateral side or outside of the fourth toe. I have no mnemonic for this one, but gallbladder 42 and gallbladder 41, you should know, is on either side of that tendon. There's a tendon that goes to the fifth pinky. Uh, I mean the pinky toe, which is the tendon of extensor digitorum longus. It actually goes to all the toes. But uh, gallbladder 42 and 41 is on either side of the tendon that goes to the fifth toe. So in this case, gallbladder 40 is actually the urine source point. So you have 44, 43, 42, 41, which is the fourth point, then gallbladder 40, which is the fifth point from distal to proximal. So now you know the general rule for which point is the urine source point. But what is it, right? What is it used for? Let's talk about its use first, all right? So we can kind of get an understanding of what it is. So in plain terms, urine source point can be used to diagnose disease in the five yin organs. What are the five yin organs? We have lung, pericardium, spleen, liver, kidney. So as you palpate, yes, I say palpate your patient, and actually palpate their channel, palpate their urine source points, and visually assess the skin over the urine source points, you will notice any 
changes, any abnormalities, right? So any changes in the skin, any, any changes in the musculature, that's going to indicate pathology in the yin organs function. So what do you find on your examination? Like I said, you find skin changes like swelling, redness. In some patients, you will even find a, you know, a weird collection of veins or even varicose veins. You might even see like a dip in the skin or the skin will even just seem dull or like it lacks life or it feels and looks overstretched. So from the fact that source points can diagnose disease in the five yin organs, the lung, the heart, the spleen, liver, kidney, pericardium, if you will, we can basically assume that there's a lot of chi that gathers at that source point, right? And that, that chi must be related to the yin organs. In fact, that's exactly what it is. The chi of the source points actually comes from something known as original chi. That's what yuan means. It means original. So in Chinese, there's a word yuan lai. In context, you, you use yuan lai whenever you want to convey that, yeah, that's how it was. That's how it was originally, or that's how it was um, formerly, formerly, or at first. So original chi is the foundation of chi, right? It's the original gangster of chi in your body. Because it's the very foundation of of chi, it's the foundation of yin and yang energy in your body. That's why these points can be so powerful. And that's why they're so important. And that's why I like them so much. So original chi is the motive force that causes all the physiological functions of the of your of your organs. So it's related to, you know, your 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 kidneys, your gate of life, your Ming men, right? It heats up your body. Um, it's also involved in, um, you know, that transformation from zong qi into zhen qi and fu qi into the blood that's in your heart, right? So this qi comes out and stays and hangs out over your source points. So if you can picture your kidneys, right, you have two of them. Well, most of you have two of them if you haven't given one to someone. Um, but for those of you that have two kidneys, right, between your kidneys, there's this gate of life. There's a fire there. Original chi originates from there between the two kidneys at the gate of life. And that chi goes through all your internal organs via the San Jiao. And from there, it spreads to all 12 channels. And then where does it stay? It stays at the source points. So now we know, you know, how they work and, you know, essentially what it's used for, which is to identify disease in the yin organs. And we know, you know, what they are and what their source is. But let's kind of talk more about how we use them. So, so being that it tells you that there's disease of the five yin organs, obviously an important indication for them, it would be that they tonify the internal organs, right? Specifically, like lung nine tonifies the lungs. Pericardium seven would tonify the heart. Spleen three would tonify spleen. Liver three would tonify liver. And kidney three would tonify the kidneys. Now, so I mentioned the yin organs, but what about the yang organs? So the yang organs, the yang yin source points, they're used mostly for, and I'm going to slow it down now, they're used for excess patterns to, ex and ex and to expel pathogenic factors. So let that sink in for a second. Excess patterns expelling pathogenic factors. So take large intestine four, for example, super popular point. Why do you use it? Mainly release the exterior and expel what? Expel wind. What's wind? 
EPF, excess pattern. Let's take UB64, um, expel what? Damp heat from the lower jaw. Gallbladder 40, moves liver cheese stagnation. Sanjiao 4, super special urine source point, right? Because Sanjiao is the passageway. Remember we mentioned before about the passageway of original qi with the Ming Men, the gate of life, between the two kidneys, the fire, the original qi. So the original qi originates there and it goes through what? The San Zhao. And from there, where does it go? To the organs and then to the 12 channels where it sits at the source points. So using San Zhao 4, you can actually benefit original qi and you can increase circulation of original qi through all of the channels. So you can use these source points to tonify the yang organs, but that's not what's most beneficial about using the yang urine source points. What's most beneficial about using the yang urine source points is excess conditions expel pathogenic factors. So just to recap, source points have a long-standing history with original qi. You can use the source points as a diagnostic tool which will tell you the health of the original qi in the five yin organs, lungs, heart, spleen, liver, kidneys. And in treatment, you can use them to tonify the yin organ that you find deficient. And then in, in yang urine source points, it is for excess conditions and it expels pathogenic factors. All right, should we look at a case? So let's try something different. Let's look at a case example, right? And let's apply this. So let's say you have a patient, his name is Rafi. Rafi comes into your clinic complaining of poor appetite and slight abdominal distension, you know, usually after he eats. Um, he says that he wants to lie down a lot, he's always tired, he has a pale complexion, um, his arms are weak, he has loose stools, and when you inspect, you see that he has a pale tongue, and an empty pulse. So this is a super common issue, right? Especially in today's society. I mean, what do you see in this case? We have a patient with lots of symptoms. What stands out though right away for you? For me, the loose stools, that's an issue. The tiredness, right? What does that point to? That points to spleen, right? So even, even the weakness of the, um, the limbs, right? That points to spleen as well. So we know the organ. But, but specifically, what's wrong with it? So let's look at the pulse. The pulse was empty, right? So empty pulse. So what does an empty pulse mean? What does an empty pulse mean? It means qi deficiency. So in this case, we have spleen qi deficiency. So then our treatment principle, and make sure, I'm going to tell you right now, this is a solid tip. Make sure as early as yesterday, start getting used to treatment principles and especially treatment principle language. It's really important for the board exam. So now that we've diagnosed Rafi with spleen qi deficiency and based, that on our treat, uh, based our treatment principle on that, which is to tonify that deficiency, aka tonify spleen qi. So now what points are you gonna use to do that? UB20, does that sound like a good one, right? Because it's the back shoe point of the spleen. Spleen 6 is also another good point. Um, and what else? We have Spleen 3, your end source point, right? Which is what this whole podcast is about. So it's a super point for tonifying Spleen Chi, right? It's a source point of the spleen. 
Stomach 36 is also a good one that tonifies Spleen Chi. Maybe Ren 12 as well, because it's the front move of the stomach, and it's also the influential point of the Fu organs, right? So that tonifies the Chi as well. Alright, so if you really got something out of today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you shared that feeling with someone else. Hit the share button, copy the link in a text message or tweet, share it on Facebook or Instagram with the hashtag studyacupuncturewithme. Leave a comment, tell me you loved it, tell me you hated it, tell me what you want to hear more of or less of. And before I go, please go to Apple Podcast, iTunes, leave a review. It would mean the world to me. It would really help the podcast out so much. And I would just appreciate it to no end. Until next time, God bless and happy studying.